I'd like to let you know about 143 Pixels. It is a show all about video games. Every episode I have a guest on, that guest brings a game, and we talk about it. And if you like this show, you will probably also enjoy 143 Pixels. You can download it wherever you are listening to this show for free. Head on over to anchor.fm slash 143. That's anchor.fm slash 143. Hello, look, hey, listen. On episode 487 of Nintendo Switchcraft, E3 is canceled. More direct rumors. Get your Mari overalls. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Craft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And on Saturdays, I record a show that is all about what you want me to talk about. Use that hashtag AskRJS on Twitter. We'll talk about that in a little bit. You can also drop a line on the community Discord server over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There's over 1,100 people in there now. Get in there, have a conversation with an awesome person like yourself. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Brian N. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. All right, let's get started. Let's talk about E3, the big kahuna, the big, you know, the, I'm not burying the lead here. E3 has been canceled. Uh, It is now official. E3 has been canceled. So, let me tell you the exact uh, wording that they have over at uh, e3expo.com. And here it says, uh, after careful consideration with our member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in the industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners, we have made a difficult decision to cancel E3 2020 scheduled for June 9th through 11th in Los Angeles. Following increased and overwhelming concerns about the COVID-19 virus, we felt that this was the best way to proceed during such an unprecedented global situation. Quick aside, uh, earlier today, it it was the COVID-19 virus was actually upgraded to an official pandemic by the World Health Organization, going back to the quote, we are very disappointed that we will be unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters, but we know it's the right decision based on the information we have today. Our team will be reaching out directly to exhibitors and attendees with information about providing full refunds. We are also exploring options with our members to coordinate an online experience to showcase industry announcements and news in June 2020. Updates will be shared on E3Expo.com. We thank everyone who shared their views on reimagining E3 this year. We look forward to bringing you E3 2021 as a reimagined event that brings fans, media, and the industry together in a showcase that celebrates the global video game industry. So 
<sighs> I mean, they're saying that they're doing E3 2021, but here's the thing. I think it's possible that we never see E3 again, or that E3 just becomes a digital event because a lot of companies will have already have plans for announcements that they were going to make. And I think a lot of those companies will take this as an indicator that it's time to follow what Nintendo has been doing, follow what Sony has decided to do, and do their own digital announcements like a Nintendo Direct. Nintendo's been doing it for uh, quite a long time. Yes, they also go to E3 and they have their Treehouse event, but they they also do their um, they also do their uh, Nintendo Direct, and they could just as easily do their Treehouse event in in house. They don't have to go anywhere to do that stuff, and it costs a lot of money to get a booth at E3, and then fly everybody there, and then set up your booth. And, you know, get everything ready. It costs a ton of money to do that. And what is the real result? That they're sharing a stage with everybody else. Now, I was talking about this with a friend today. And we were kind of discussing this idea that it's really exciting to watch the video game industry around E3. Because you've got, you know that you're going to get a bunch of announcements. So what is to stop all of these different uh, companies from just making their digital announcements between June 9th and June 11th like they were already going to do, except now they're not doing it in person. Now they get to save a bunch of money, not on their car insurance, all right, but they get to save a bunch of money by not going to Los Angeles. So... I think that there's a good chance that this might be the death of E3. Uh, And while disappointing, it's not like we didn't see this coming. I feel like E3 has been on, on death watch for a long time. It's been a while that we've been waiting for E3 to, you know... Uh, stop happening because its relevancy has continued to dwindle over the years. So I don't know if we're going to have, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. I don't know if we're going to have E3 next year. I hope that we do because I like watching all of the E3 stuff, but I don't know if E3 will ever be the same again. Let me know what you guys think about E3. Do you think that we're going to get an E3 2021 after we don't have it in 2020. Let me know. In fact, I'm going to send out a tweet right now. All right? All right, I just sent out a tweet. It says, do you think we'll have E3 2021 next year, or do you think E3 is now dead? Reply with your reasons. So if you don't follow me on Twitter, I am at RunJumpStomp. You can uh, go there, you can vote, and then, of course, reply with your reasons, and I will talk about it on Saturday's episode. All right, moving on. Um, Now that we know that E3 is officially canceled, let's talk about the thing that we seem to always talk about on this show, and that is Nintendo Direct, all right? There's rumors of a Nintendo Direct happening very soon, by the end of March. Of course, there was also talk of a Nintendo Direct happening by the end of February, and 
if we don't get one in March, then I'm sure that everybody will say, hey, look, there's rumors of a Nintendo Direct coming uh, by the end of April. And it's just going to keep happening until we get our our Nintendo Direct in June. Uh, but th- again, there's rumors of a Nintendo Direct happening, uh, a general Direct that isn't centered around one game, that's centered around Nintendo's plan for the rest of the year. And, and here's why I'm going to talk about it. All right? I'm going to talk about it because, first off, it's fun. It's fun to prognosticate about these things. But secondly, I think that it makes a lot of sense for Nintendo to tell their investors, maybe not necessarily us, but to tell their investors their plan for 2020. If you did not know, March 31st ends Nintendo's fiscal year uh, 2019. All right, right now we are in the fourth quarter of Nintendo's fiscal year 2019, and the 2020 fiscal year begins April 1st. Not a joke. Uh, So at this point, we've got Animal Crossing coming out on March 20th. We really don't know what else is coming this year. And we've got these weird announcements from third parties like Levi's and like Lego's. And those seem like things that Nintendo would talk about in a Nintendo Direct. And then on top of that, well, maybe not the Levi's thing, but on top of that, you know, Game, which is uh, basically the equivalent of GameStop over in the UK, uh, Game posted, uh, hey, you, you just saw the announcement about Nintendo and Lego in the latest Nintendo Direct, blah, 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 blah. And then somebody screenshotted that, and then it was taken down and changed to something else. Now, of course, that's easy enough to fake. Other people, I didn't see it myself before, like, when it was on the actual website. But people are saying, yeah, I saw that there. Is that because there was a mistake? Or is that because the plan was to originally have a direct buy now? Now, somebody might say, well, why aren't they having a direct already like did they delay a direct and there are some people who are saying that possibly that's what happened perhaps COVID-19 you know it's causing shortages in Japan those shortages are supposed to start happening in other countries so if you want to get a Nintendo Switch it's going to be harder to get one at this point because of COVID-19 you know the 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 factories that are making this stuff have kind of shut down as people are quarantined and and you know apple moved some of their uh manufacturing out of china to other places that aren't quarantined to try and keep making uh their their phones you know we're going to run into a problem where it's going to be difficult to get a nintendo switch and for once it's not nintendo's fault Uh, there's been many times where it's been difficult to buy something from Nintendo and it is Nintendo's fault every time. This time it's not Nintendo's fault. Uh, but it looks like we're going to have trouble getting a Nintendo Switch. And I'm guessing, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm guessing every time that they do a Nintendo Direct, there is a huge boost in Nintendo Switch sales that happen right afterwards, at least for the last couple of years. So maybe... <laughs> Sorry for the cough. I'm I'm still I'm still sick. Uh maybe Nintendo has said, let's delay our direct because we want to get more inventory ready 
for shipment. Maybe that's why we have not heard from that yet. Maybe that's why there was that weird leak from game. Maybe that's why we never heard our about the, our Nintendo Direct that was happening uh, in February by all accounts. Maybe that's why it's supposed to happen this month instead. Maybe Nintendo needs to get information out to investors before the end of the fiscal year, or maybe they don't. Maybe we're not going to hear anything from Nintendo until what would be E3 time, June 9th to 11th. Maybe we won't hear anything by then. And maybe Nintendo has decided they're done with our nonsense and they're just going to ship games and not tell us anything. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but what is the 2020 lineup? We need to know. I need to know. I want to know what I'm going to have to buy. You know, I've got other stuff to buy too. I've got the Xbox Series X that I want to buy, maybe, if that comes out this year. You know, there's a chance that COVID-19 will screw that up too. Who knows? All right, let's move on. Let's hear, take a break. We'll hear from a sponsor. And then uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about a quick little interview with Mr. Miyamoto. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back, and uh, Nintendo, or not Nintendo, uh, Japanese Nintendo uh, translated a Famitsu article with with Mr. Miyamoto, creator of Mario and, and Zelda and Donkey Kong and all things awesome. And uh, there's a, there's this is like part four of an interview that they're translating. If you want to read the whole thing, obviously follow the show notes over at runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 487, so you can follow that uh, and, and uh, follow the link there and read the full the full article. But the uh, the quote here uh, that I thought was very interesting, and again, this is over at japanesenintendo.com, or you can just follow the link in the uh, in the show notes. Uh, is the, well, I'm sorry, this is part three, not part four. Uh, but the the part that I thought was very interesting is Miyamoto's thoughts on people uploading gameplay videos. As somebody who is a content creator, I have run afoul of Nintendo in the past where Nintendo has demonetized my stuff or monetized it themselves or taken my stuff down because I posted uh, a video of a game that is published by Nintendo, and Nintendo didn't like that. Now, early last year, Nintendo changed their uh, they changed their 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 stance on that. They used to have what was essentially a YouTube network 
that uh, you would belong to, which would monetize your Nintendo videos and then give you a small cut of that. And last year, they they got rid of that. By the way, big thank you to Bravd for his 12 months of Twitch Prime support. If you didn't know, you can subscribe to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, for free if you are an Amazon Prime user. And it doesn't cost you anything extra, and it helps me out, all right? So think about that, and thank you, Bravd. All right. Um, so Nintendo changed that. They got rid of their uh, their YouTube network, and they said, you could just monetize your stuff if you want, which is awesome. And uh, Mr. Miyamoto never really talked about this, but he finally has said something. Here's his quote. He says, I think it's good that there's a variety of ways to enjoy things. In the ROM era, we preferred to have customers play for a long time with materials created with very minuscule memory without publicizing them. At that time, it would be problematic if the whole game content were to be revealed. But now it's an era where customers that bought the games uh, we publish uh, videos, I'm sorry, that bought the games publish videos broadly. And I think it may pique interest about those games to other people who watch it. I think I would also watch walkthrough videos of games, maybe by somebody else. Honestly, I wouldn't want to watch my own games, but if it's made by someone else, it would probably be okay. All right, so that's his quote. And the part that I think is super interesting is, God, I don't know why it took Nintendo so long to understand this, is that when when other users watch content creators play a game, they end up buying that game. It's like a commercial for the game that Nintendo doesn't have to pay for. And it took Nintendo an exceedingly long time to come to this conclusion. Hey, Nintendo is a slow-moving company, all right? And that's just who they are. So we're just going to have to be okay with that. And there's nothing we can do. But hey, they finally have come around. They understand that when I play uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and people see the ridiculous things that you can do in that game, they're like, oh, man, that was a really cool moment where Bill shot the arrow through the fire and blew up a bunch of bombs and killed a bunch of, uh, of enemies. Like, that was a cool moment. Or that was a crazy moment where where Bill was fighting a bunch of Lizalfos in the middle of a lake on these ice blocks that he was making. And just as he killed the last one, a blood moon happened, and they all respawned, and he had to do it all over again. Those were great moments. Those both actually happened. You know, this, this other moment where people saw where I was fighting a Hinox in the dark where the only thing that was lighting it was the explosions of the bomb arrow that I used to kill him by shooting him in the eye while I was up in the air. That was a crazy moment. And I'm sure that there were people who saw those moments or moments like those by either myself or other content creators. And they said, holy, I've got to play this game. I know that there are people who saw things like that and said, I have to play this game. That is an advertisement for the game and how Nintendo did not figure this out until now is insanity to me. 
But hey, better late than never. All right, I told you about this weird partnership with Levi's. Well, we finally have a picture of what that is supposed to be. And of course, we were correct. It is overalls. Um, I showed this, it's funny, I showed this to my kids. And I said, would you wear those pants to my niece? And she said, no, not really. And then I switched to the picture of the overalls and she saw those and she says, oh, I'd wear those. I want a pair of overalls. And I was like, really? Overalls? You want to wear overalls? And (laughs) it's just hilarious to me. I would never wear, I would never wear these. Uh, I find these clothes to be actually pretty damn hideous. They're so garish and ridiculous. There's no way I would wear these. But then again, they're not marketing this towards me. They're marketing this towards kids. And when I asked my my kids what they thought of these, uh, my, my, my uh, niece said the jean jacket was awesome. She also said the overalls were really, really cool. Um, I, I didn't think that the other pattern, like neither of them really loved the other pattern, uh, but she loved, absolutely loved the jean jacket and the overalls. Uh, so yeah, these are not for me, obviously, and that's okay. Not everything has to be for me. Uh, but there you go. Overalls, or as I like to call them, Mari overalls or super Mari overalls. All right. Uh, you can get those. I'm sure that they are really, really expensive. Uh, expensive. Now, Levi's tweeted this out and it says, Happy Mario Day collaboration coming on April 1st. Makes me think that it's a joke. I don't know. Maybe it's not a joke. We'll see. Uh, Speaking of things that are not a joke, uh, Lego has some kind of partnership with Nintendo. We don't know what it is. Uh, And what most people I think are assuming, and I, I'm, I'm, be- I'm betting that they're probably right, is that it's a Mario-themed Lego set, so you can go out, you can buy the plastic, you can put it together and say, woohoo, you know, you can, you can have fun with it. Uh, other people are assuming that it's a Mario video game skinned as a Lego game. And my question to you, and we're going to talk about this on the Saturday show, is let's assume for a moment that we are, in fact, getting a Lego Mario game. Uh, Though, personally, I doubt that that's going to happen. What kind of game would you want it to be? Would you want it to be a traditional Lego game? You know, the kind that we already have, like Lego Star Wars, Lego Lord of the Rings, Lego Harry Potter, those kind of Lego games, kind of like Lego Lego Mario, you know, just the same style of Lego game that we already have. Or... Would you prefer that it be a traditional style Mario game with a Lego skin? Now, me personally, what I would prefer is a remake of Super Mario Brothers 2, because I adore that game, and Nintendo's never gone back to it on that, uh, but a, a remake of Super Mario Brothers 2, to, but have it look like it's made out of Lego toys, kind of like how the remake of Link's Awakening looks like it's made out of toys. You know, do a a side-scrolling Mario based on Super Mario Bros. 2, but have it look like you're playing with actual toy Legos. I think that that would be amazing. Uh, We'll see what happens with that. I posted a tweet that you can reply to. 
uh, you know, I asked which of those two things that you would want so you can vote. Again, I'm Run Jump Stomp on Twitter. And then reply with your reasons to tell me what you want. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. All right, one last thing before we get out of here. Super Mega Baseball 3 was announced. I have played multiple baseball games. I'm not a huge baseball game fan. All right? I'm just going to say that up front. I have had a ridiculously fun time playing baseball games in the past, most specifically uh, on the N64. I don't remember which one it was, but I had a baseball game on the N64, and I remember my roommate and I playing that like every day. We had so much fun playing that baseball game. I don't remember which one it was. I'm sure that somebody can let me know uh, at Run Jump Stomp what that game was on the N64, the best baseball game. It was awesome. I remember one day we had an 18-inning game because we just kept tying, and every time I would score, he would score, and it would just go back and forth, and the game went on for 18 innings. I don't remember who won, probably him, Uh, but I remember it went on for 18 innings. Uh, But I've played, like, RBI Baseball, which is terrible, and then I've played Super Mega Baseball. I got a review copy of Super Mega Baseball 2, on the Nintendo Switch, and I played that game. It's awesome. Now, it doesn't have the the real players in it. It has, like, made-up characters, and that's the only downside to it. But if you're looking for a fun baseball game that and, and the names of the players are not important to you, like me, because I don't care who the players are, um, Super Mega Baseball is the game that you're looking for. Uh, Super Mega Baseball 3 has now been announced, Um, the only thing in it that makes it seem different than the other Super Mega Baseball games is the fact that it has a franchise mode. They say that it has major graphical, um, enhancements to make it look better. It also says it has on-field additions, including pickoffs and situational player traits. It comes out april 2020 so it's actually coming pretty soon it's coming to nintendo switch xbox one ps4 and steam so if that sounds cool to you if you're looking for a cool baseball game uh super mega baseball 2 was really really good Uh, i'm sure super mega baseball 3 is going to be awesome as well however you know if you can get super mega baseball 2 cheaper and you really don't care about the new features then you're probably going to have a blast with that one and i would recommend that you check it out i'm a fan of Super Mega Baseball, and I'm not even really a baseball fan, all right? Uh, anyway, I'm going to wrap up the show and go take a nap because I am exhausted. Uh, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Over 1,100 people in there. Get in there, have a conversation with somebody awesome like yourself. You can also watch the show live like all of the awesome people that are here today. I really appreciate them coming and hanging out with me over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp and use that hashtag AskRJS so that I know so I can easily search for what it is that you want me to talk about on Saturday's show. This episode is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. Actually, I'm going to go back real quick and talk about the AskRJS uh, hashtag. It doesn't have to be Nintendo related. All right, there's other stuff in the gaming industry that does affect Nintendo. And Nintendo does not exist in a vacuum. So if you have something that you want me to talk about that is not necessarily about Nintendo, use that AskRJS hashtag 
And when I search for things to talk about, I may include your topic, whether it's Nintendo related or not. Uh, if you are looking for ways to support the show, you know, somebody recently bought a sticker and they sent me a picture of it. It looks awesome. I actually might buy a sticker myself of my Nintendo Switchcraft logo and put it on my um, on my iPad because I like having stickers on my iPad. Those are uh, really cool and you can find those over at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. You scroll down to the t-shirt area and if you click on the merch on, on the t-shirt area, it'll default to a t-shirt, but you can switch it over to accessories and get a sticker instead. Now, I make almost no money from stickers. It's like a quarter or something like that. It's very, very little money, but I think that they're super cool. So uh, I I just hope that you guys uh, will check those out. Anyway, the music that you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. You guys have an awesome day, and I will see you next time. Until then, bye-bye.